0: Hey everybody, it's Brendan, your co-host and best buddy in the whole wide world. Uh, just a qu- couple uh, quick notes before we start the podcast. Um, just wanted to give you a little bit of a scheduling update. In that we're doing, we're releasing the Vertigo episode now. Na- uh, or no, I'm sorry, we're releasing the Annihilation episode now. Vertigo is next. Uh, after that. Because that's Matt's movie of choice We will be starting the Star Wars prequels Which I'm sure will be Lots of fun Um But after that we should be doing Logan's Pick and my pick Logan picked The Theory of Everything Uh in light of Stephen Hawking's Recent passing and I am Doing Ready Player One Uh which I saw in theaters The other week with Floyd It was very good Um Happy Easter. I, today, I, when I'm recording this, at least, it's it's Easter, this little pre-show bit. We have already recorded the episode, uh, and you're in for a real treat, except not on my end, because I really didn't talk that much during this podcast, because I was super tired. So, But enjoy the other boys' opinions of Annihilation. Um, what else? What else? Do I need to say anything else? I don't think so. I think we're good to go. Uh, so, yeah, look forward to all of those things coming up on the podcast, and I will catch you later. As Logan said before, you're gonna take it and you're gonna like it. Are you the real Cinema Talk podcast?
1: I don't know. Hey, today we're talking about Annihilation, starring Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson, shit, (laughs) Tuba. (laughs) Off a great start. You know, that was better than the cold open. Tuva Mm -hmm. Novotny, Benedict Wong, and Oscar Isaac, directed
0: by Alex Garland. Benedict Wong standing in the same position for the whole movie. Yep.
1: I'm Ryan. Cool. I'm Brendan. I'm Matt. I'm Logan. And uh, this is our first of our, you know, reviewer's choice, I guess. Yeah. Um, This is the one that I picked. I picked Annihilation, because there's a lot to talk about here, and it's a new release, so thought it'd be fun for us to talk about, going back to our roots of reviewing individual movies.
2: Oh, yeah, so of course. It's kind of fun. That's where yeah. we're starting And about. also, I mean, we're probably going to talk about this, but, like, a lot of similarities to Arrival in yes. some ways, which is our first episode. First yeah. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> we've
1: come a long way from there. We have. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I think I was, like, the only one that talked during that
2: podcast. <laughs> you probably were. We were just like,
0: uh, yeah. you
2: know. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't know anything about movies. I didn't really know how to, like, talk intelligently about them. Yeah. I still kind of don't, but, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, we're I mean, here. You yeah. both... Like we've, Matt we've Matt was good
1: the entire time. Oh, you know, thank
2: already.
0: you. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you too. <laughs> but like Brian, You too. Yeah. I mean, Brian
2: and Matt are kind of like movie aficionados. Brendan and I are more
0: just like the fans who yeah, like show much up much. and we're like, that was a good movie. No, it yeah. wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was Justice League. <laughs> 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 that was a good movie. No,
1: it wasn't.
2: I had points. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. Uh. That was your biggest. I think that was your
2: mm-hmm.
1: staunchest stand. But yeah. okay, so there's a lot to talk about here so i'm going to go into what i can uh, with this plot summary Mm -hmm. fair warning if you're a newer listener full spoilers if you don't want spoilers i don't know how there would be an hour plus podcast on this movie without spoilers but facts but there this is spoilers Mm -hmm. all right here we go lena is the final survivor ventress anya Shepard, and josie are all dead back at area x lomax asks lena to start from the beginning of the story we flashback roughly six months to Lena teaching her college course on cancer. Her colleague Daniel invites her to dinner with his wife, but she declines, saying that she is going to paint her and her husband, Kane's her and her husband Kane, bedroom. That was badly worded. That was <coughs> badly worded. Our
0: uh, mine badly written. And you write the plot summaries. Yep. The
1: only problem is Kane has been missing for a year. Kane is a soldier, soldier on a covert mission, yet he is assumed dead. That night, when she is painting the bedroom, Kane appears in the bedroom. Lena questions Cain, but is seemingly unanswer- unable to answer. Cain then begins to have a seizure, and he is rushed to the hospital. On the way, they are intercepted by the government, and they are taken to Area X. There, Lena meets Ventress, the head of the facility. She explains to her that there is an area called the Shimmer, an ever-expanding bubble of sorts, of which no one returns f- returns from. Ventress tells her that Cain was the first to return. Kane is in critical condition and is barely alive. Lena feels that if she goes into the Shimmer, she might be able to save her husband's life. It is revealed that another group is going in, headed by Ventress, the, group, the others in the group including a physicist named Josie Raddick, an anthropologist named Cass Shepherd, and a paramedic named Anya Thornson. Just before they go into the Shimmer, it is revealed that Lena was in fact cheating on Kane with her coworker while he was away. They enter the Shimmer, but cannot remember the first few days. They travel through the shimmer, seeing weird mutations of plants and animals, including an alligator that has teeth like a shark. They eventually come upon an old base where Kane's group made camp. Made camp. They find a video of Kane cutting into another crew member, and it shows his <coughs> yeah, and it shows in- intestines moving like an eel. They come upon the body and leave the inside of the camp. Overnight, a bear attacks them in the base and kills Shepard. Anya and Josie begin to get freaked out, but they continue towards the lighthouse at the center of the shimmer. After learning Cain is Lena's husband, Anya loses it and ties up the other three. She hears Cass's screams and runs out of the house, only to be attacked by the bear. Anya is killed by the bear, but the other three are able to escape. Josie then realizes that, like all radio signals and, um, mag- I don't know, magnetics? I guess how you would say it. Um, Anything. Yeah, anything. DNA is also refracted through the shimmer. She says that- she says this revelation as she walks away from Lena and becomes a plant. Yep. Um, <laughs> Lena makes her way to the lighthouse Where she finds <laughs> a skeleton and a camera She watches a video on the camera Where it shows Cain, her husband Killing himself using a phosphorus grenade A clone of Cain then walks into frame Lena, disturbed, continues Into the lighthouse There she finds Ventress and she becomes a ball of energy This sounds weird in terms of words Yep uh, <laughs> Energy. Uh, the energy Takes some of Lena's DNA And becomes a humanoid The humanoid chases Lena back to the entrance of the lighthouse where it mimics her very actions. Lena takes another one of Kane's grenades and uses it to kill the mimic, and the mimic burns down the lighthouse. The shimmer seemingly disappears. Afterwards, it shows Lomax interviewing Lena about her experience. Nothing is concluded and she is able to see Kane, now knowing it's really a clone of her husband. They embrace, and both of their eyes glow like the shimmer, and the movie cuts to black. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that is Alex Garland's... Annihilation. I don't have you any of you guys seen Ex Machina? I've been wanting to. I've, I've been, been wanting Ex Machina, I haven't seen it for like two years, but it was one of my favorite movies of that year. It really launched uh, Alicia Vakander's uh, career. And um, uh, yeah, Oscar Isaac was also in that movie. He was really? he was oh, very okay. good. Um, I've um, seen that like, Chip of Him
3: uh, dancing. Uh, dancing, yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a <laughs> weird scene.
1: The whole movie is weird, but yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, if you guys haven't checked out. Mocking a great movie but what were your backgrounds of this movie was it just that i mentioned it and you
3: watched it yeah that was exactly it yeah pretty much (laughs) i saw the trailer when it first came out and it looked at any like i love sci-fi movies and this one looked especially intriguing because the trailer didn't reveal that much it looked pretty open-ended and ambiguous so i I was uh i was pretty down from the beginning Yeah. yeah
1: i had been excited for this movie for a while um like I said, I love Ex Machina, so I've been following Garland to see what he does next because Ex Machina was his first movie mm-hmm. directorial, and um, yeah, I heard that he was going to be adapting this you know cool sci-fi novel called Annihilation. So, so I you was like, read the novel now. Yeah, apparently it's quite different. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've heard. So it's
3: the trilogy, the Southern yeah. Reach trilogy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard that
0: the singularity isn't like talked about. Yeah, I don't. Like
1: is, I don't really. I know nothing about the books, but I was excited for the movie, and then the trailer came out, and I was like, this looks awesome. And then eventually I decided, you know. All right, we should review this, and um, so yeah, I've seen I've seen the movie twice now. Um, really excited to dive in, talk about its different themes, and yeah. you know, Are we how gonna s- do
0: a theory section.
1: Yes, I'm assuming that's what sure. a, a lot of this podcast is going to be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the opening of this movie, it I love how Garland tells this story. I love how he. I love nonlinear storytelling. I really appreciate that, mm-hmm. and um, I think he does that really well in this in this movie. Um, we start off with you know Benedict Wong's character just interviewing Lena. Basically, the end. Start with the end. Basically, mm-hmm. it's after she's gone through the shimmer. And and you find out what happens to everyone yeah, right away. It's like,
0: oh, these people are dead. Yep. This person's missing. Whatever. So immediately you're yeah. just like, in well, it. yeah, and and you
2: know that you know that she gets out, or I mean, yeah. we think that she gets out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. 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 yeah Theory, we'll is.
2: which is which is really. <laughs> should we start now? <laughs> cool. Um,
1: no, but yeah, I love how the movie starts with intrigue. It it just immediately yeah. hooked right into the movie. I love that, and um, I love the way that this movie. Especially works on a second viewing. I think only me and Matt saw it twice, right? Yeah. yeah okay, so the one time, I like how there's little, um, there's little things that are dropped early. I picked up on so much more of the second viewing. Exactly, mm-hmm. the tattoo. Yep. Is awesome. Oh yeah, I love that. How she has um, Anya's tattoo. Yeah. Can snake. someone like explain that?
2: I think because like I noticed that she has it in the in the room, and I noticed that. Um, the other character had it, but...
1: Okay, and I have to disclaimer, none of these theories are my own, and if I credit every single theory, it's just gonna be me crediting theories the entire time, you can find these theories on the internet, I'll just put it there. Um, that the way the DNA refracts in the shimmer is that she got that from just being around Anya (laughs) for so long that eventually she got the tattoo when she left.
2: Well, was it in Anya's
1: DNA that she had a tattoo? I I don't know, but, like, like you pick <laughs> up different things, because, like, if you look at the uh, king, he picks up the southern accent throughout the time that he's there, assuming right. that probably someone with him has a... Oh, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't pick up on that. So, I think it's... Okay, because, yeah. Cause I was like, it, oh, I
0: just found that theory. He <laughs>
1: yeah. doesn't...
3: In the flashback, he doesn't have it. No. Yeah. No, like, Kane doesn't, yeah. have
1: a, doesn't have a southern accent, Damn, and at the end, he has a southern mm. accent. You assume that he picked that up from being in the Shimmer with other people. That's cool. Um... But, you know, yeah, that's that's what I like. And I like little details in, ser- in terms of, like, um, the colleague, you know, in the opening scene, talking yeah. about her, you know.
3: And even when we see her lecturing to her students, yes. that's some foreshadowing of Ventress's. That's really uh, nice. Well, with the cancer situation. Yeah, I was going to say, Yep. we can jump right in. I think
1: the the interpretation of this movie that I like the best is that it's about cancer.
3: I, re- I Yeah, I read something about that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. I, like, I, I could understand that being kind of a piece of it. I don't think the whole... I think that's a way to interpret it, but I don't think the whole movie is about that cancer.
1: Seems like a,
2: that seems like a huge simplification. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole don't movie really. is
1: about self-destruction. Yes. The whole movie yes. is about self-destruction, for sure. I think I think that's what I've gotten to, that this movie is about self-destruction. I but mean, I think in terms of looking at that, cancer is your body self-destructive.
0: Yeah. It gives you one of the, the biggest themes, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hands you the idea that, like, Cells like it's an, it like, an, yeah. uh, a mistake in our genetic code okay. that causes us to age. Yeah, that's so, later, but still, yes. Well, right, but I mean, they talk about that mm-hmm. in the very beginning, and I mean, uh, when they're like in bed together, they talk mm-hmm. about it too, which is like, oh, I could stay this way forever. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's self destruction in all these different forms the mm-hmm. cancer, uh, the suicidal tendencies, the, the alcoholism, yeah, uh, no, having, yeah, having, having, like, having an affair, and, like, yeah, just yeah. so many different things. Yeah, yeah
1: this movie is definitely. One hundred percent about self destruction, yes. but I think I is. It's also interesting that I did not even realize that really th- that they are all yeah, yeah they're they're all self destructive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But why I think cancer is like, you can look at it both ways. Is that the shimmer could be seen as a tumor? <laughs> oh, and that's fair. all the different ways of that they've been trying to fight it, and nothing well, really keeps getting, growing. Yeah, it keeps yeah, growing. I mean, yep. Yeah, like so like the the cancer metaphor I think makes sense on a larger scale, but also really it's it's about self destruction. I mm-hmm. think
0: sure
1: and. The one line that I picked up only on the second time, because I've also heard it again I get into this. I've also heard that this movie's about marriage. I like that too. Hmm. Um, if you look at it closely. I love that Lena's one of Lena's first lines in the movie is the rhythm of the dividing pair. When she's talking about the cells dividing. That's right. And if you think about it, this movie is about the dividing pair between Lena and Kane. Mm-hmm. And everything that happens in this movie in terms of the characters, Lena and Kane, is
2: because Lena
1: is we learned well, that Lena's Yeah, and
2: on. I mean even because even between you know Lena and Kane and their respective doppelgangers.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's so very. Um, no, but yeah, I love I love the mystery also that is set up between her and Oscar Isaac's character because you don't really like because uh, when we get that scene of her between her and the colleague who we don't know at that point is mm-hmm.
3: her. I
1: don't know. Yeah, the other call. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's implied, but it still leaves some mystery. It's yeah. not mistress because it's
1: it's a guy. I don't know what the term for that would be. I don't know. But um, but <laughs> the um, other man. Yeah. I, oh, forgot to mention this. I love this is really off topic. I love the shot of the shimmer landing in the lighthouse and with the guitar. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. The, the
3: meteor hitting the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I think they kind of overuse that song a bit throughout the movie. Really? Yeah. I liked it. Like, I, I thought it was uh, fine in that situation, but I remember, in one of the flashbacks, I was like, all right, just like turn Did it, it have off. It's have so annoying. <laughs> I,
0: I didn't notice with that, it didn't really have a particular theme. I, I mean, I, w-
3: I wasn't, I haven't like read the lyrics of the songs, um, but right. no, I thought that was really cool because it just jumps, like it just shows you, you're just like, okay, now there's a meteor flying and there's a sharp contrast you're seeing like this big like rolled event and there's this like kind of small acoustic song playing in the background yeah yeah I think yeah it was it was really yeah I love
1: the the dynamic of the the shots with the music and um so yeah yeah the music the
2: music in general here is very uh minimal they don't really they don't really use it a lot um it's just when they do it's it's kind of some light guitar touches Mm -hmm. yeah um and they don't pull out. Them. They don't pull out like that main iconic
3: shimmer theme until the end, which I thought was mm-hmm. really a smart decision. And the,
1: the very end, we do get a little more mm-hmm. orchestral stuff right before, right as you know the very ending scene is happening. Right, but for the most part, the music was really minimal. But I liked it every single time it came up. I thought it helped the movie. Yeah,
2: I think I think it was well placed. Um, I I mean I think they could have used a little more of it. There were, there were times when I thought it moved kind of slowly. Um, I don't know, just kind of like walking through the forest yeah. and like, do we need to? You know, the, it would have added a little bit of, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, anything to
1: that. Sure. I agree. Garland had a... I mean, he only had a $40 million budget to make this movie, and that would have been another yeah, it, expense it wasn't to have an orchestra. Mm-hmm. And I think you would have had to sacrifice some of the visuals that I will get into, I think, are really good in this movie. Yeah. You know, save for a few shots. Um, yeah. That I think it, having a full orchestra and being able to have a composer and all that stuff, I think probably would have sacrificed other things.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, but, yeah, I, I like you learn throughout this movie that Lane is a terrible person, really. <laughs> you gotta do no. like, And I appreciate that he's giving us a, char- Garland's giving us a character that initially you cheer for because it's Natalie Portman, it's the main character. And hey, throughout um, the movie, you just realize that she's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I don't oh, think she's a think terrible, she's a terrible person, person by any means. I think I think a
3: she's, a she's made person. bad decisions with the affair,
1: but I mean, I think, uh, it's... I think it's more than that. Really? I, like, okay, so she does that and she's bad enough for doing that. Well, she's Just, a very self-destructive person. She's a very self-destructive yeah. person. And it's bad that she cheated on her husband,
3: yes. But you get,
1: throughout the movie, she is a manipulative liar. Yeah.
3: All the time. Well, then, that kind of leads us into talking about the reliability of the yeah. narrator. Yeah. Exactly. we we'll, can we'll talk about that later. But like, yeah.
1: Like, it's one thing that she was well, cheating on her husband, Well, but with, it was... Like, wait,
3: with, with what stuff?
1: She lies to the group saying n- not telling
3: them well, that I thought that was a smart I think that was mostly Ventress's decision also. Well, and also I think that was not like a self-centered self-centered decision but something for the um like survival of the group. She didn't yeah. want to complicate anything. I agree. I don't think members. that was. A bad decision. She also no later I mean cuz I think everyone in this movie is like um Shepard says that we're all damaged goods here. Yeah, I don't not, think like anyone is like a terrible person. I, I think, think they're Lana all is. just damaged people.
1: I think Lena's a bad person. I think Lena's a bad person because she gets them killed. Her yeah. guilt, her being there in the first place and her guilt of her trying to save her husband, I have it written down in my notes. Later she says, um, she says that she owes yeah, her did right, Why did you go and she owed him? She owes him, not that she loves him, that mm-hmm. she owes him because she feels like she, because her guilt is driving her through mm-hmm. this movie of cheating on her husband and her guilt of trying to get to the lighthouse and figure out how she can save Kane is a reason why maybe not why Shepard dies but it's why it's why Anya dies yeah. it's, it's for sure why Anya dies yeah I, Anya's death is directly her fault first she lies to her not telling her that um, that she was related to Kane in some fashion which then makes Anya lose it. But also, on top of that, yeah, she's... Yeah, but
2: that's also Anya's fault. Yeah, I just... Because I she was think she all she all the one who tied them up. Anya was the well, one she was who so was, she was losing yeah. her mind.
3: She got the alien inside of her. She was... I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that she's a terrible person at all. I think it's... I think it's just a result of, like, them being damaged and, I mean, they're inside a shimmer. The alien was... Yeah, I don't... But... But, okay, so... I think, she, I think she also wanted to find out what was going on inside the lighthouse. Like, I don't that think that she really... Works? I think well, she only cared because she, it,
2: of her guilt. And, th- and at the end, I mean, she, like... She pretty much beats the Shimmer, right? Like, it... Yeah, it yeah. Gets, it gets destroyed. I... We'll, we'll <laughs> get to the ending. But,
1: um... She... the There's that scene right after Shepard dies of Josie, Anya, and Lena in the base once Ventress leaves. And she's, you know... Anya and Josie want to go back. And... I think Lena's... I don't think the quickest way out is to go towards the... Yeah, coast. well, she admits... And what I got it is that she wanted them to keep going because she wanted to get to the
3: lighthouse because of her guilt for cheating on her mm-hmm. husband that she wants to save Yeah, because she admits oh, in the true. flashback with Bendik Wong, like, he's like, you know that wasn't the smartest decision. Yeah. And she says yes. But I think that... I think that Anya and the other one... Josie. ...could have still left. I don't, like... Yeah... Maybe, but, but still, she convinced them to keep going.
1: She convinced the, uh, the other two to keep going towards the coast.
3: Yeah, well then, couldn't you blame Ventress too? Because, I mean, they probably... Ventress said that she could go on by her own. She yeah. didn't care. But she was do dying you think, of of think cancer, that one of the reasons they
2: followed Lena was because Ventress went too? And they knew that... I don't know. Well, okay, That I mean, that's another interesting thing. Is Ventress is... Like, she's dying of cancer, mm-hmm. and she's like... I don't know, I feel like she's a pretty self-centered character here i feel, I mean she's she's doing it all for herself mm-hmm. pretty much because she's like i just need to see what's in there before i die i'm dying anyway lives. so i just need to see yeah. what's there yeah
1: well and also i think yeah ventress might be a self-centered person but i also think that she's dedicated to un- she spent the last couple years of her life with the shimmer i think she just wants to understand it before she dies um and yeah, she takes other people in there, but like they said, they knew what they were signing up for. Yeah. They knew mm-hmm. that they were signing up for a suicide mission. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like in that way, she led to their deaths, but I feel like Lena is more, more to blame. And not to say that I, I, you know, fault the movie for having, I think, a bad character at the center of it. I actually think that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. It's to be able to
1: have a movie where the protagonist is kind of, a, in my eyes, a bad person. Um, we don't really get that very often. It's true. And I like the progression of it, how you don't really understand that at the beginning. Yep. And then slowly through it. But also, at the same time, like, I don't know. There's something about... Not just the fact that she cheated on her husband, but the fact that she uses that as the motivation and her guilt is driving her through the movie. That I think is... I think it adds another layer on top of just her... It was... Yeah, it was sad. It added, like, Mm
3: -hmm. it... Um,
1: it, you know, it was definitely sad.
3: Yeah, I mean, although, like, you can, like, we can like point the finger at her, and, like, obviously the fair play was, wasn't a good idea, but, I mean, on some terms, it's kind of, you can understand what she's going through, and the pain that she felt by not seeing, like, she didn't know her husband was at all for mm-hmm. 12 months, she didn't know anything about that situation, so, but, I, I, I can understand that. But I feel like
1: her motivation, it's not that she loves her husband, like we said, it's that she feels that she, she owes him to- because of the guilt of cheating on him. And that's what drives all these other things to happen, all these other people to die mm-hmm, just sure. because of her guilt. And I feel like that's where she crosses the line from just making a mistake with cheating on her husband to being a bad person okay. and constantly manipulating the yeah, other yeah. people to keep going. Um, but to get back to the, what I think is another really interesting question, why did Kane's clone go back to that house?
3: Well, because... Cause in, I, there's
1: two theories that I've come up I've in,
3: in the camera clip. He says, "If you get out of here, find Lena." Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, that could be why. But I'm,
1: I'm saying, is is the motivation of the Kane clone because Kane loved Lena? So, okay, so it goes back. I, or is it I to get some, her yeah. into the Shimmer? I have an
3: idea. So they said that the Shimmer um, like replicates DNA. So could that also like replicate the emotions and feelings I of the so. character? That's what I was wondering. So like the original Kane. Like the duplicate Kane could have gotten the original Kane's like feelings of love, love toward Lena and affection, right? So maybe that's why he went back to the toward the
2: house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, or I I think it's probably more likely that if if the clone is some sort of like agent of the Shimmer and mm-hmm. is being manipulated by it, then he was probably just trying to get Lena there.
1: Yeah, the, those were the two idea. the two that I could think of is that Kane loved Lena, so the clone will go to try yeah. to find Lena, or that it's the Shimmer trying to get Lena into yeah yeah that's uh, into the, other the Shimmer. One. Um, I can see that. Both make sense, but well, when we get to the ending, I think what makes more sense with my just my interpretation of the movie is that it was because Kane loved Elena, and that it went there because that's what it knows. Yeah. Okay. I think, because, we'll get into it, I don't think the Shimmer is sentient. I don't think it can think for itself.
3: Well, yeah, because Ventress says that it doesn't have a conscious. Yeah, I don't think it yeah. does.
1: And it, especially when we get to Elena's mimic, I don't think that it's thinking for itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: think it's just kind of an entity. It just sort of encompasses everything. Yeah. And do you guys... Right. Well, it can it can refract and yeah. it can affect things, but it, it probably can't do anything for itself. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: It's like not consciously making these decisions. Mm. Yeah. Do you, so do you guys see Kane as
2: a clone of a
1: human or as the Shimmer personified? Hmm.
2: Hmm. <laughs> um, I, I see him as the Shimmer inhabiting a... a a Person, yeah. so a clone.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I see
2: him. A, a clone, clone but yeah, with the influence of the, mm-hmm. of the shimmer.
1: Yeah, and and also another thing. Well, I guess this is getting to the last scene. I know we're jumping all over the place, but this is just kind of how this movie has to go. Mm. Um, do you think the Kane clone sees himself as an extension of Kane, or is he just pretending to be Kane? I I, I don't really know. I, I the character that fascinates me the most, honestly, in this movie is Kane's
3: clone. I think that like I think that he like he's not sure and the duplicate admits that. He's like, yeah. Are you Kane? He says, I don't know. I think yeah. he's just like he's inside Kane's body, maybe mm-hmm. physically, but like he's kind of unsure um, yeah.
0: like
1: mentally. What he is. Is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I think it's I don't know. I think his his conflict and I think Oscar Isaac is great in this movie. Oh yeah. I think he's the best performance in this movie. Portman's really good too. But, um, just the the, the range that that Kane, uh, that Oscar Isaac shows through Cain of, the scene when they're together. And you can tell how happy he is mm-hmm. when they're in bed together. but then as soon as he's sitting there and he's saying he's going away, That was the time I felt like he knows. He knows that she's cheating Yeah, there's a complete
3: shift in emotion. And I
1: love how he's able to do it like that. Yeah, because
3: I like the way the movie's edited, because the first time we see Kane, he's like that very serious, Mm -hmm. like, no emotion. You can tell something's wrong, but you're not really sure. And then in the flashback, we see him with Lena and Bette, and he's so, Mm -hmm. like... Emotion, and he's just very happy, happy yeah. and you just see this really sharp contrast, and you realize something is wrong with this guy.
1: I think now that I'm thinking, just thinking about it now. I think that's the only time we see characters happy in this movie. Yeah, is when that they're in bed. Yeah. yeah, is that flashback of Kane and Lena in bed together?
3: Yeah, and also, so what you were talking about, what like before he goes off to the mission he turns very serious. Mm-hmm. He has his hair slicked back in yes. that scene. So, Which like, is exactly was wa- the same yeah. as how he looks. I was when- watching that when I saw the movie, like, when his hair was slicked back mm-hmm. and when it was, like, regular. Because that, like, yeah. with his emotion in the duplicate. Yeah. And I-, I love watching these interactions between Kane and Lena in these
1: flashback scenes knowing what happens and what happened. Yeah. Like, what's to come and what already happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I-, I love that shift. And I love how... Um, I love how Oscar Isaac, the last thing he says before he goes, is just, you know that I love you, or something like that. And then he just leaves. Mm -hmm. And because you can tell that he knows, and that it's killing this guy. That he Mm -hmm. is just getting torn apart, and that he literally is going to kill himself, basically, because of it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, such a I, I, I love Kane as a character he's so like him and his clone are so interesting yeah and
3: the scenes with him and Lena um, when he first comes back I especially love the shot where you see them holding hands through the glass through the clutter. glass that was definitely on uh, like yeah. it just added such like a like Twisted feeling to the scene, and it already yeah. added to this mood of like something is wrong. Well, yeah, right? so it's, it's a refraction. A, just, yeah, it's refracting. Okay, yeah, I, I, it, I didn't think of it water, like that, but yeah, yeah. that's
1: what it—that's what it's supposed to represent. Okay, yeah, that, that's them refracting. Yeah, yeah. I just took fever. it as just
3: like a mood of just unease, but yeah. yeah, it was really good, well done.
1: And also, did you guys notice that Clay, yeah. Kane's clone slips into a southern accent for a oh. few for a few lines oh, in the really? kitchen? Yeah, I noticed that the second yeah. time. That- well,
3: that's the only that's the only time we hear. Kane's. The only time we hear Cain's clone speak is, um, I will, with the camera, and then with we'll Lena at the dinner table, and then at the very end.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but and it he always a-
3: has a southern accent. Does right? he? Yeah.
1: I thought um, it was only for a couple lines.
3: No, I think for the whole... At the dinner table, he only says like three lines, but all of them are southern. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I only
1: caught it for a few lines then.
3: Hmm.
1: That's weird. Mm-hmm. So, the, the a big question that I have with this movie also is, what is wrong with Cain's Co- what is wrong with <laughs> Kane's clone? Um, why is he dying? Is it because he's away from the Shimmer? Or... I have to imagine that's part of it. Is it just that it was an imperfection? outside? Was it imperfection? Sh- yeah, like was it an imperfection of the? Was it the refracted DNA going back into the regular? Well, because they
3: said that he had like what radiation poisoning or something. Like, like liver, like his organs were shutting so, like, down and stuff like that. Once, yeah. once he was out of the Shimmer, like some sort of different atmosphere messed with his system. That yeah. comes back. But to then the, once the Shimmer was destroyed, he was fine.
1: Yeah. I don't it's, I really yeah. don't I'm not sure what was wrong I don't do you have s- any
2: ideas Logan? no <laughs> no okay um I mean yeah, yeah. it may it may have just again been the Shimmer trying to get Lena there like I mean there had to be something uh, wrong with him for so her to yeah. realize okay how. oh yeah. We've got to take Ooh.
1: Mm. yeah I don't know I still I, I, I they, try to not think that because that's not the the, the movie that I've constructed in my
0: head but
2: right but like if the Shimmer's not sentient then yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that then he just something.
0: randomly has like a stroke <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, uh, moving on now so
1: they get they get to Area X, I think the Shimmer looks great itself. How it's like it a does. bubble. I think it it's looks cool. really yeah, nice. It does,
2: it looks like a bubble. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. I, I noted I noted, like, the multicolored moss. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the a lot of the scenes, like, inside the Shimmer, and just mm-hmm. some very nice uh, scenery touches. Yeah. And just really, really very beautiful at times. Yeah. Typically when there's, like, a mutation, mm-hmm.
4: and
3: it's, like, taking over things, um, nature becomes, like, destroyed and things are dying. But in this case, there's these flowers growing beautifully. And, and although there's really although cool. there's these, like, disgusting things like the bears, you also see the other side, the beautiful deers with the branches mm-hmm. as their I antlers. Think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's really... I thought that was
2: really unique, and I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. There are definitely, like, two sides of the coin when it comes to the shimmer. Like, yeah. there's the... there's. I mean, there's, like, the horrifying, like, the bear and the alligator. Mm-hmm. And then there are these deer that at one point, um, Lena just sees them, and they're just tranquil, like, she's about to shoot them, and then she realizes, oh, wow, this is just peaceful wildlife. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like, there's a violent... There's this violent death of some of the characters, and then Josie, when Josie just wanders off and just becomes part of nature, it's so... Yeah. Just tranquil. Yeah.
1: Um, what I like about the cancer metaphor, too, is that... And I read this is not my idea. Is that, you like, know, it affects... Cancer affects so many people in different way, and people die in so many different ways from cancer. There's the, there's the the horrific deaths like like Anya and Shepard, but then also there's the people who just peacefully pass like Josie. So like, mm-hmm. whereas like,
2: I think it makes sense. Which is and and that's know. that's what Josie wanted. I mean, she wandered off and just yeah. became part of. Yeah, I think she kind of Herb like sword.
3: realized at that point. Yeah, because yeah. yeah,
2: she's kind of just accepted
3: it.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And that that was a beautiful scene. <laughs> yeah. um, um, going back to the when we first get introduced to Area X. This was, like, the only time that I really noticed the CGI. I was yeah. like, eh, some You're of the right. shots of the building. But, you know, it was minimal. Man. I'd say
1: everything besides that, like, in the shimmer, everything looked really yeah,
3: good. Yeah, yeah, it did look pretty good. And, um, we get into... Oh,
2: except I I think I noticed they had, like, a green screen at the one part. Like, Josie wandering off, I think it was just... Um, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was, yeah, I, yeah. I just noticed a little bit of, mm, that's slightly off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I didn't think the bear looked that great, but that... Oh, um, I thought the bear looked
2: awesome. Yeah. I think we've talked about that. That's like, it looked all right since he was, like, Mike,
3: cloaked but, in know. darkness the whole scene. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, just, like, the part when you had, like, actually saw him when it died, I was just kind of okay, like, yeah, no. yeah. well, it just kind of exploded out the side of his face.
3: Um... But so we get introduced to Jennifer Lee's character, mm-hmm. who I think is
2: really good in this movie. She's great. Yeah. Very I mean, understated. I very I really just really like, like her. Also, have, have any of you guys seen um, Atypical? It's a Netflix. Series. No, I haven't. I it's it. really good, and she she plays um she plays the mom in that. She's the mother of an um, of a child who's on the spectrum and she's, I mean, this is a completely different character. Yeah. so much different. I, I
3: think I've only seen her, I've seen her a couple stuff, but the one I remember, she was in the movie Good Time, and she played just, like, this totally deranged okay, person. Yeah, she's, she's, like, I mean, she just has like, so much range. Yeah, a lot of range. It's pretty she, cool.
1: I know her from Hateful Eight. That's yeah, yeah, I know, right, I know She's, she's so good in that movie. We should talk about Tarantino someday. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, No, but yeah, and what I... um. I think both Jennifer Jason Lee and Tessa Thompson are both really subtly great throughout this movie. They both have really subtle pulled back performances. Yeah, Tessa Thompson, I found really in love yeah. Tessa Thompson. Yes. Tessa Thompson was great and she's you know, I don't think I've ever really seen Tessa Thompson is normally the like Thor the old, Ragnarok. out. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. That's right. Um, she's like Creed. The, she's like out there. Yeah, it. she's normally the out there outspoken one and oh, it was nice. she she was the nice. Creed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Creed she was uh, Adonis's girlfriend, yeah. Um And I like, um, I like seeing Thompson doing something different, because, you know, she was the drunkard Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok, and she was, you know, the, the very outspoken girlfriend in Creed, and, um... Uh, she's going to be in the new movie Sorry to Bother You Looks that looks really good she's yes. kind of playing that yes. same character it's nice to see her you know having this range being more pulled back I thought she was great yeah just like movie. a nice like quiet girl, girl but like kind of scared yeah and it, it's, she's she's a tragic character too oh yeah now you can yeah. tell that but I, I love how she ends peacefully though I think that's yeah. nice
3: yeah and whereas maybe another not like lesser actor would have like played these like completely flat. Although they are like very like subtle, there's you can still read a lot of emotion yeah. in their performances, which I liked.
2: No. Yeah, it's and again, I mean, the, a lot of these performances are really like minimalistic, yeah. but there's still so much depth in them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I I I get layers to each character. Shepard, I think Shepard maybe is the f- flattest, but I think. Maybe the point of Shepard being more flat is that she, like she says, she's hiding it better than everyone else. That's she's right. hiding her fear better yeah. than everyone else. Yeah, I really she's.
3: enjoyed Shepard, especially the scene on the canoe when they were talking. I thought that was fantastic. I feel bad that I can't
1: pronounce the actress's name, but she was great, too. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen her before. Um, she, But, yeah.
3: No, she's, um, she's European. She's in a bunch of, like, other, like, foreign yeah. languages.
1: Yeah, if she's European, then she hides her accent really well. She yeah. Was, I
3: thought she was... Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, so then we uh, get uh, actually immersed into the shimmer um, as they walk in. Yeah, I, always, the I always thought that they looked like Ghostbusters when they were. Yes. In. yes, yes, that's they did I, like yeah. I, I. I
2: thought that exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was wondering, like, why didn't they just like take body cameras in and like? Mm-hmm. Would, but then I mean, they answered that like right away. Yeah. That they it just the transmission just wouldn't go through. Yeah. What I really like too, um, I know we I mentioned
1: this in the beginning. I the editing is spectacular in this movie. I love the non-linear storytelling, and I love that right when they walk into the Shimmers, when we
2: cut to the scene of her with the her coworker, Mm -hmm. I thought that was great editing. Yeah, and that's all you need. And all you need is like you see her back, and then you kind of see his face, and Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah. And that's like all they show. Yeah, yeah. You don't get you don't get any of the discussion
3: until later on. Yeah, I think
1: it's just it's brilliant storytelling. mm
3: And I don't, I don't know if this is
1: how the book told it or not. I'm I mean, probably, I mean, I would guess so. I don't know. But like Garland, yeah, Garland is just crafting stories between this and Ex Machina. Seriously, watch Ex Machina. Ex Machina is an awesome, awesome movie. Yeah. He crafts these sci-fi stories in such a way that it's always leaving you guessing, but it's still always giving you little, little nuggets to think about which is really interesting. Ex Machina, Machina, I see very many similarities in terms of, you know, questions that you leave the movie with in terms of who knew what, who, like, you know, what does this mean? And I think Garland is, you know, he's up and coming. For me, he's made two awesome movies back to back, and I think I, like, Denny Villeneuve, I think he's an up and coming director. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I, I think his stuff's great. But yeah, I think the... Um, that, the, the entering scene, it's really interesting that they can't remember the first couple of days that they're there.
2: Yeah. I mean, I didn't get the sense that it was a couple of days. I mean, I, I figured it was like just maybe an overnight or just like a couple of hours, but oh, really? it was really, yeah. I mean, like, it's totally ambiguous yeah. though, right? I mean, yeah. it could have
1: been like months. Yeah. It could have been. Well, yeah. Cause, uh, was it Lom- Lomax says that he was, they were in there for four months. Yeah. And she, yeah, like you said. So maybe
2: time just moves differently, or maybe they were actually, they actually had forgotten a long, yeah.
1: long period. Yeah. Well, also, it, it did see. I mean, I'd say probably they were in there for, what, a week? Week and a half, probably? Seemed like it, yeah. Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. they were in there for a little bit of time. Because, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the one time they said, like, we've been moving for four days, it yeah. would take two days to get to the coast. Yeah, that. yeah. So it's only been, like a, it's, like, a week. It's definitely, yeah, it's on a day scale. It's yeah. not over a yeah. long period, yeah. Yeah, and I, I
1: love I love that scene with the gator. It was shown. It was it was in the trailer. But I love how Thompson's just standing in that doorway and she just gets sucked in, grabbed mm-hmm. by the
3: gator. Yeah, the trailer was interesting because it shows you like some of these creatures, and I was mm-hmm. like, it's just like a monster movie, mm-hmm. but it definitely subverted my expectations. Yeah, It was cool.
1: Yeah, the gator scene was cool with the, the different teeth.
3: I love the shot inside the mouth.
1: And then yes. it closes. Oh,
2: yeah, okay. I was like, plays, oh yes. yeah, that was really cool. And, yeah, and they they cool. also just they have some really cool. Explanations mm-hmm. of like why this works, like yeah, it probably wouldn't work in real life, and like yeah. I get that, but like just the way, it, just the, the way they explain it, like it's at least a somewhat believable explanation. Yeah, uh, I I really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah, and what I like about what I like about
1: you know all the refracting the of the DNA and all the, the shimmer is what I like that this movie does with. Um, so, again, similar to X Machina, how it takes, you know, the AI and subverts that. It, this takes alien invasion and subverts it. Um, there, it's, yeah, there's no reason why necessarily our alien invasion has to be things similar
2: to us trying to take over. Right. Mm-hmm. I love the theme of, um, how the Shimmer was, it wasn't, like, destroying anything, it was just changing. changing. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um... It reminded me of the film Midnight Special, yeah. In terms of like how much they revealed about mm-hmm. the alien and its purpose, and like we never got to see the master alien. You know what I mean? Right, it yeah, just we kind of left it up to uh, kinda, interpretation. Yeah, I don't know. I just because the film's focus isn't on like the origin of the alien. It's about these characters,
2: right? Well, and we also get um, at the end. I mean, with the the silver thing that's following around. Yeah. I mean, it's only mimicking her actions. Yeah. It never attacks her. It only retaliates. Um, and that's, I mean, like, she just assumes it's evil right away, and she's like, oh, I gotta shoot this thing. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, she's also seen a lot of really just beautiful, um, you know, like, altered nature. Yeah. But it's nature. And-
1: well, all the shimmer is,
2: really, is just, yeah, it's just, it's just an, I
1: don't even know if it's it, an it organism. It changes what's already there. Yeah, it's just, it's a... It's a prism. Yeah, it's a prism. It's not even, I wouldn't even say, biological. So it changes biology, but I don't think it itself is biological.
3: I don't know. Were the um, all the other like human branch people were those Mm -hmm. like the other groups that had come in before?
0: I think those were plants.
1: I think they were just plants growing as people. Like, okay. in the shape huh. of people. Or, like, people yeah, they, that they lived they there. Are, that. Was
0: it the people that lived there before that were evacuated? I thought maybe it was some of the soldiers from
1: his group. Yeah. I don't think so. I think because it was, like, it was, like, a child. Like, they were holding hand, Like, the, it would seem like so the, a father. Like, so that, like that would make, make sense, sense for the child. people living there before. Maybe, maybe right. that, but I took it just as the way the DNA refracts is that the human and the plant DNA refracted in a way that plants just grew in the shape of a human. Yeah. That's the way I took it.
2: When... Anya was talking about how her skin is shifting mm-hmm. and how her That's cool. And then and then Kane at the end mm-hmm. how his his skin is like liquid I think mm-hmm. he said. What what are those characters changing into? Like what are they what are they know. in the process
1: of changing? I into? mean, I maybe the it's refracting with water or something like that where it's just oh. like everything everything is just changing and becoming different things, which I think is really interesting. And and god Fucking gross with the, the eel intestines. Oh, my God. I, I, when I saw this in theaters, I literally felt nauseous to my stomach because I'm bad with intestines. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, dude. Specifically intestines. Especially when they move?
2: <laughs> intestines
1: screws me out in the first place. That's why in sc- Scream freaks me out at the beginning when you see the intestines fall out and all that stuff. But this messed with my head. And literally, the I saw it opening weekend and we're about a month-ish away from the release it would not leave my head when I closed my eyes for, like, three days. Yeah. It, di- it
3: disturbed me. It gross. Did you avoid... Yeah, destroyed. Did you hate Hurt Locker, too? It cuts up I haven't the seen boy. Hurt Locker. Okay. <laughs> the Great, really so now I'm not watching that. Hurt Locker. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: no, but, yeah, I know how, like, a lot of people have things with eyes. That's me with, like, guts. <laughs> I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, but, no, yeah, I, I like... I, I like that kind of mutation, even though it grossed me out. I think it's it, it's really interesting... To see how it's, like, just making the... Like, he's, like, obviously refracting with, like, an eel it's or... It's very much an just something.
0: the spectrum that, like, there can be these beautiful things, like these flowers that are mutated into other things, but then, like, horribly disgusting, like, nightmarish things that are, like, changing people. Of course, it's yeah, and, I mean, we we don't know for sure that he was
2: experiencing pain from this. Or it that seemed they like to, he was. It
0: did, but
2: there's, I mean, like, maybe his intestines were just moving. Like, yeah. maybe he, maybe his body was just changing, and I don't know that the the fingerprints shifting, or like, this, like, liquid skin, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. Kane said, I don't think that necessarily they were changing into something bad. I think maybe they were just changing. I think it was causing pain. Hey, I don't think it was, I don't think the liquid skin
1: stuff, at least, was causing pain. I think it was just messing with their heads and causing yeah. them to go nuts. Um but no, yeah, I I like how it goes from like that freaky intestines things to showing the dead body, and there's just like it's just weird moss fungus thing. Ugh!
3: And, uh, that, that it re- looked cool. That though. reminded mm. me of the Alien Covenant poster. Yes. With mm, all the bodies, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. No, but that that was creepy. Ugh. It was creepy, but also kind of be- like the the colors. Yeah, were no, kind no, of yeah. yeah. That's how most of this film is. It's yeah. like disturbing, yeah. but also
0: beautiful. Know, at the same time. I mean, we
2: we see the same moss like on a on the trees later, and mm. just. It's. I mean, it's stunning just mm-hmm. visually. Yeah, and it was like
3: it looked like a. This was like a point where a lot of things were spawning out of and like. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, they they
2: of. do such a good job with with making it just disgusting at times, but then also beautiful. It's just I yeah, love that yeah. there are two two sides of it
1: and um, the scene after this I love the interaction between Ventress and Lena when they're out at on watch at night just the dialogue between the two and, and yeah. this is really where Jennifer and this, Jason Lee's performance just and this cuts to, to
3: like, the major theme of this movie self-destruction because she's talking about um, you know, we all have different forms of self-destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says some people, you know, ruined a perfect marriage. She and glances cheaper. up at Lena and Lena's like, what? Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah. She knows. Yeah, like, yeah. She knows. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy.
1: Cause she, that was her job to know. Cause that's why she sent Cain in. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, actually I haven't even really thought about it. Ventress sent Kane in. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I could well um, and everyone. Yeah, everyone. But yeah, specifically, like she she figured out that Kane was in a bad relationship with his wife. Sent Kane in, he died, and then Lena was there. Well, interacting with. But Vegas she didn't. She, really did, she did.
3: She start having that affair when they're already married, or oh yeah yeah yeah, really?
1: Lena? Yeah. The affair with yeah her colleague. I took it that as. It was they were. It, I the way I took it is that she was every time Kane went away, she was hooking up. That's with, what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I
3: took not. it as like. The last time he went away, I think it's every time.
2: Really, because okay.
1: Kane obviously knew about it, because Kane wouldn't have gone
2: on this what mission. I see, see when, I was, I was, when I was watching it, I had placed, I had placed the affair um, like as while Shane, uh, while Kane was in the Shimmer. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it would make more sense to happen. I think before. that specific
1: scene, yes, but I, that it was clear that that was not the first time that this was happening. Mm-hmm. It was very mm-hmm. clear that this was, uh...
3: I took it as, like, she was shraught. She didn't know if her husband was alive or dead. She mm-hmm. just started having this mm-hmm. affair. I really don't think Okay, so. I guess that would make sense, yeah. Because cause she says this can't happen
1: anymore. Yeah. And also, he's talking about how we have this emotional and physical connection. My wife doesn't really matter.
2: Like, that kind of stuff. It makes it seem like this has been happening for at least mm-hmm. a couple of years. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, um, also worth noting, the actor that she has an affair with is our friend David Gaiassi from Cloud Atlas. And, really? And yes. From, yes, that guy oh, was great. Mm-hmm. Yes, from he Interstellar. Was... He was a scientist oh, that they yep, left behind right. on the ship when they oh, went to really? the other planet.
1: Yeah. He was, he was really good in this movie. Um, in his, in his limital, limited role. Um, but, yeah. And, and another thing with Shepard, I just wanted to point out, because I think Shepard's actually a really interesting character that we haven't really talked about too much. Her defining self-destruction thing is that her daughter died and that king or shepherd is still the mom she always was throughout this movie. She's still acting like the mother that she wishes that she still was. Because she's really motherly to Lena, she's motherly to the group, she's always the one keeping herself controlled for her kids, quote-unquote, the, you know, the people in the Shimmer around
2: her. Yeah. Um, she sure.
3: says that she's as scared as mm-hmm. uh, Tess or something. Well, and, right. like and also, it.
2: and also, I mean, her death, once that happens, then yeah. Anya kind of goes... Everything falls apart from there, mm-hmm.
1: like mm-hmm. Shepard dying, because even though Ventress was the head, I feel like Shepard was, like, the emotional <clears throat> glue, mm-hmm. that everything falls apart from there.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I think that was that was really interesting, and the house then after Shepherd's killed. Do you guys notice the house? Yeah,
3: I recognize it's definitely a similarity it's, between Lena's it's house. It, basically. Is it Lena and Kate's house? Do you think it's like der- it exactly? Seemed, I think it was. I, it looked that way. Like how do you think outside. that would work then? Like I think I it get was it a manifestation shim- of. So it can like
2: so now it, like refracts I, thoughts. I think too?
1: so. Dang. That's, ah, yeah, the way that's I took
2: it. It reflects yeah. everything. I mean, I, I kind of like that. It's very ambiguous mm-hmm. and kind of... I mean, the, the Shimmer's powers are undefined. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. And that's when we get the other flashback, the uh,
3: later mm-hmm. part where we hear this discussion. Mm-hmm. And I like that scene um, between Lena and the guy she's had an affair with because mm-hmm. he says, um, I, I forgot the line, he says, like, it's not just me you hate, it's yourself too. Yeah. Which kind of relates back to this theme. Which and is and she definitely
1: like, yeah, she definitely does. Yeah, like, she yeah. hates herself for doing For doing this. that. And that's sad. and that's what's driving her guilt and her hating herself for doing it, is why she does everything. Yeah. And why she's a bad person. <laughs> but whatever. Um But no, yeah, the that scene in the house with the bear. Ooh. Ooh. That was so I don't know if that was CGI or if that was a puppet or something, but that bear, I know you disagree. That bear looked Awesome. I think that, it looked that
3: incredible. disgusted me. I was Ugh. like, Ugh. I thought
1: it looked cool at and times, he, but I thought the, like the, here, the last trying and dying. Here oh my god. god, that that terrified. Shepherd's me. scream, scream haunted. was terrible. That was dude. haunting. Oh god. And then how like Anya, like Anya's reaction makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And how yeah. she like chased out and like that's a that's a terrifying mutation to lure prey, to be yeah. able to have. Like, oh my god. Uh. And oh, want to point out too, really interesting scene when Elena finds Shepard's body.
2: Right. It's a good human moment for Elena. Yeah. Like, kind of helps me reconnect with the character a little bit. Yeah, you know, like, a, like oh, no, no, like, she has to be alive, and then just, yeah. She's oh, dead. It's, it's like we thought. Yeah, Work. but that, that bear scene, oh my gosh. I yeah. thought
3: that was very well. Like oh, when it came up right next jawed. to Natalie
1: Corbin's face, and yeah. it was just standing there the over top
3: The tension in that scene, first from Anya, and you're like, is she gonna hurt them? But then you get that bear, oh yeah. my oh and then when it rips off on your oh, face oh god it was disgusting oh, and it was so well shot because it just yeah. like rips it off and it's just like half a second you see like a cheekbone and it just cuts yeah. you're like, oh my god <laughs>
1: well i as soon as that happened i looked Go away. away i was like oh my
0: god and then
3: when i was
1: re-watching it i specifically knew it was coming and i was like and three two one bam, there it is don't yeah. have to see it <laughs> and uh but no yeah i thought i thought that was really really interesting um well shot Yeah, this this whole movie just really proving to me that Garland, like Villeneuve, with Arrival and his Blade Runner, you know, I think Garland and Garland and Villeneuve seem like they're on a similar track to me, both making interesting movies. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely both have that intellectual side Mm -hmm. to their sci-fi films. Yeah, which is great to see again. Yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, I I love this is really off. Off topic. I love the state of sci-fi right now because we're getting people like Garland and Villeneuve, but we're still getting Star Wars and Star Trek and all those still yeah. fun popcorn sci-fi.
3: Yeah.
1: But we're getting this intellectual sci-fi too. Plus, uh, Black Mirror. But I don't really watch that show. I've heard it's really good. Oh, I've yeah. heard it's awesome. It, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, I've watched i watched a few. I've watched one episode. Yeah. But it, the one episode I saw was great. Um. But yeah, yeah, I love that scene, and then I think it's yeah, it's it's interesting that Lena is still manipulating to try to get to the lighthouse afterwards. She's still... Yeah, even after all that. Even after all that, she's still seeing two of her friends now die. I don't know if you count on your friends. But Shepard definitely was her friend by the time that she died.
3: And that she's still... So then this raises a question. Um, If Ventress was the one that kind of picks people to go in, um, if she knew about Lena's marriage... And she knew that Lena was, like, cheating on Kane. why did she let her go in? Right? Because wouldn't she know that that could cause a lot of complications with her, like, motive for entering Uh, the Shimmer? Yeah, I don't know why she would let her go in. I don't know.
1: I I haven't really put much thought into that. That's a good question. I I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know the answer to that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she thought she would... Because she's dying anyway, and that she's like, eh. If this woman thinks she needs closure and thinks that she can, well, maybe she's hoping that she will go in there and she will discover. Yeah. What's wrong with Kane and how to fix yeah. it? Maybe
3: that motivation could benefit. Like. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, but I just want to point out, yeah, that that scene was that scene was really cool. Um, of. Josie becoming the plant. I love how you could just start to see the plant start to grow in between the cuts. Yeah, between the cuts. Oh, it's so
3: beautiful. Reminded me of the ending of Shape of Water. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that was beautiful. And we don't, we don't like just we don't see her like slowly stop and turn to an actual um, like fully formed like tree. It just yeah, I like that. I we just like see that, that last shot of her like just these branches, and mm-hmm. then we just see a field of all mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, I think it's really it's cool. Crazy.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. It's. Yeah, Josie's character is really tragic and, and yeah. beautiful at the same time. Yeah. But uh then we cut to the lighthouse. Yes. Which the, is this, lighthouse. This is I mean, this is a culmination yeah, of the as movie. As soon,
3: like from yeah. this moment on towards the end of the film, it just the whole it <laughs> takes on this ethereal, just mystical yeah. quality that just put me in a trance. Like <laughs> it reminded me of like the uh the ending of 2001. Like, I've never
1: seen 2001. Okay,
3: I won't say anything, but it, it's similar in its mood. I would describe this movie as a rival, like meets 2000. 2001.
1: Yeah. Um, before we get into like everything with the ending, I just want to point out that I thought those crystal trees were
3: dope. I thought they looked yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. really want those one cool. of them. <laughs> so, um, um, I was watching the movie with a friend, and he pointed out that, um, and I was like, "Are those like glass trees?" And I was like, "How does that work?" And he was like, well, sand is made of glass, yeah. right? Canvas, whoa. Like, refract, that's right? so... And yeah, I was like, whoa! I didn't even yeah. know I got it. So I thought it was
1: cool. Also, I want to point out, seeing everything on land, I really don't want to know what's in the water.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. When she was
1: walking near that water, I was like, do not walk into the water. You have <laughs> yeah. no idea what's in there. <laughs> These are
2: such beautiful shots on the beach. It's so wide. I mean, wide. the whole movie wow. is visually just stunning. And yeah. especially the lighthouse. I mean... Mm-hmm. Late, just later when the White House is. Uh, not the White House. The White House? Well, it <laughs> is a white lighthouse. It is, that's true. Mm-hmm. When the lighthouse is burning down. Yes, yeah. the White House is burned down sometimes. But yeah. that's okay. Uh, when the lighthouse is burning down, that's just amazing. I just yes. want to point out, too, how scary it would be if a whale refracted
1: reshar- refracted with a great white shark Ooh. if there was a great white the size of a beluga whale how <laughs> terrifying that would be that, that's literally like when they showed the water I was like oh my let's, god a whale shark let's, get the, that's let's new... Garland
3: to make a Jurassic Park movie yeah, yeah probably
1: gonna be better if <laughs> the, the new one looks terrible oh, yeah. what oh Fallen Kingdom? That looks uh, bad. Are you serious? It looks so bad. Looks yeah. So bad. Oh yeah. alright, well, no, no, I mean, we're, we're
2: saving. Things. We're gonna talk about it, but... Yeah, I'm sure we'll do Durant's yeah. <laughs> so no, bad. Back
3: to this movie. Once, um, and then she sees all the bones outside of the Yeah, lighthouse. that was... What? Who yeah. did that? <laughs> what did that? I know. So, was this, like, um, I former mean, squads, like, burning their members? I mean, when I,
2: when I saw the four skulls, what, what I thought of was the other four members of her team. But then there are a bunch of other bones. I was going to say, but know, okay. Ventress is still alive at that point, so it can't be that's
1: Ventress. True. But oh, I think... I don't know. I think Kane was the only one to make it to the lighthouse of his I, group. I think that's right.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, just like Lando well, and, was the and only and of any group, yeah. Of any group, I think he was the only one to make it there, and then he ended up dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't take... I feel like he got there, got into the little... whatever, alien-looking old thing. Old. The Digger-looking alien design. Um in the hole um, and then couldn't handle what he saw in there and then killed himself
3: yeah when, well yeah because you see it in the video tape. yeah you yeah. see the, a little shot of the duplicate mm-hmm. and yeah. that was really cool so.
1: I love again Oscar Isaac's performance when he's sitting when the original Kane is yeah. killing himself he's and like I don't. I think I'm Kane but I don't I, know and that's, that's
3: like, literally just all like
1: voice acting because
3: mm-hmm. you can't barely see his face yeah. and the emotions on it. and mm-hmm. I, I thought that was beautiful yeah.
1: yeah Oscar Isaac I think is one of our best actors yeah. right now he, oh my gosh he's show Oscar. So, so consistent Tom, like, please. he's in please so many please. things Inside Llewyn Davis mm-hmm. there's so many he, seriously he is so good in X Men. Yeah, a completely different character, completely yeah, yeah. different person. This manipulative, really like power hungry weird guy. Like, <laughs> it, it's he, he's really good? He looks completely different too in that movie. He has a shaved head. He has this big beard and mustache. It's 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 weird. I don't. It's not even really recognizably Oscar yeah. Isaac. But yeah, no, he was great yeah. in that scene. And so good. And just, just the grenade going off Yeah, the and effect. then you
3: hear that voice behind the camera. Oh, and I was and I was like the chill. first time I saw this, I was like, Who what what? Who is this? And then you just see him walk out and it's the slicked back hair. Yeah. Yep. So you mm-hmm. kind of make that connection towards the beginning of the film. It's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, when um when mm-hmm. uh, Lena goes into the lighthouse and she's enters into the hole, mm-hmm. that design, very reminiscent of Alien. Yeah. The first um, time I saw oh, it, I'm yeah. like, Oh, that's yeah. straight out of Alien. Straight out of Alien. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um that was also terrifying. Yeah. Just like this hole that just creeped me out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ugh. Yeah. So I, well, I want to talk about what happens to Ventress here. What what
1: did you guys take as happening to Ventress here? I don't even
3: know. Because she the, didn't like, have
1: eyes and then she
2: had the eyes. The Shimmer was like taking over her, I yeah. guess. And, um, I mean, it took... So I, I think this scene, in this scene, it's something else that's kind of, um, contributing to the theme of duality of the Shimmer, of how mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, which parts of it are, I mean, like, horrifyingly gruesome, and then other parts are just really beautiful, and the fact that she's vomiting, she's like, the part where she's just vomiting this, like, big cloud. And then she becomes the cloud, And though. it's so, I mean, it's beautiful visually, but you can tell, like, she's in so much pain during this, yeah. and she's she's... Yeah, Puking I think this. is just it's
3: beautiful. The shimmer, just like yeah, overtaking her body because she starts to realize things about the shimmer yeah. and the qualities of it and its purpose.
1: Well, I think what's interesting too is if you look at it with the cancer metaphor, um, that this was the violent, another one of the like the painful, violent. You see the you know the calm, peaceful death of Josie, and then the painful, violent death of of Ventress, and how cancer affects his, affects people and how they die in different ways. Yeah, yeah, and then. But also, I don't understand, like, what is this energy that she becomes? And, the, it, like, how it initially is just, like, little droplets, and then it comes together and forms that awesome-looking oh. little, like, cloud thing. I don't even know mm-hmm. how that to was describe just,
3: like, it. It's just, like, revolving yeah. inside of itself. And oh then my. it sucks out some of Lena's yeah, blood. So, the blood part. <laughs> First time I saw this, I was like, "Where, where, where's this coming from? Like, it would make more sense if there was, like, a
2: cut on her face that it yeah. came out of. Okay, so... A drop of blood goes in, and then it starts, like, multiplying. Mm-hmm. And it's cool, because it's, like, the division thing that we saw at the beginning. It's, like, two, four, eight, And, except, it's a drop of blood. Like, it's not a single cell. Like, it is mean, just uh, taking her DNA. Are there, But there's cells inside blood. Yeah, there is. But what comes out, of, is what comes out of her nose, like, a single cell? No, I think, I took it as, like, a drop of blood. <laughs> I took it as a drop <laughs> of blood, but then it's, yeah. it's multiply, I don't know, it's clearly, yeah. like, trying to make it a cell, but it's... A, Drop. I think it was just taking her... It's because you millions have, of DNA in blood. That's true. I think well, it was just yeah. taking her DNA. Yeah, but I mean, the part that I'm taking issue with, with is the actual visual of it splitting when it's not a cell. Sure. Yeah. Well, blood is a cell. Yeah, but a drop of blood is in a cell. Blood has cells. It's not one cell you're saying. Yeah. Right, but yeah. there are millions yeah. of Cells in a drop. Of well, I think they were just oh, focusing. It would blood. have cells in that drop of blood. Right, but what <laughs> what visually happens though is the drop of blood they comes they only out show blood and in. then okay. right. The drop itself splits, which I don't think it was. I think it was a cell, cell inside the
1: drop of blood that
2: was splitting. I mean, yeah, there are cells inside the drop of blood, but like, I think that's what was
0: splitting. <laughs> I just think that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I just think that visually, like that's what needed to happen for. Like, I I feel like if they had just done one cell, it would have been really confusing to be like. Now I wouldn't have have been able to see it exactly.
3: Yeah. (laughs) If you look at it from a scientific standpoint, I guess. uh, Not everyone. Would have taken longer.
1: (laughs) Also, like, I think it was getting its DNA because it was
2: just that blob before it got our DNA and it turned into humanoid. Oh yeah, I mean that's definitely what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's just my my only issue with it, is the visual effect of it being a full drop and then. Yeah, multiplying as a cell would, when it's really many cells, right? And and what I think, th-
1: this is also the point here with the mimic, is the reason why I think this shimmer isn't sentient. I think that it, because all it does is mimic.
3: This brings Her, up a question mimics. that I have. So, in the scene where she's running towards the door, and then she like. Stops and then like the thing smushes her. Was this was this the duplicate just mimicking her and running with the same amount of force that she was I running think so. At? But she stopped. So why didn't the duplicate stop? It did. It was just holding there. I think. I think it the mimic it was, was just, just the holding. same force. Yeah, That's, the okay, same force okay. as before. And but what then think, why did it stop then?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there's I like there's a lot that I think we you can explain through different things in this movie, but I think. Like, why Ventress sent Lena in, why the Mimic does what it does. It's kind of... It's still up there, I think. Sure, sure. But but what I like about the Mimic is that, and with the Shimmer being this alien thing, is that it's not sentient. It just mimics and changes life. And I feel like that's maybe even more terrifying than Geeker's alien.
4: Yeah.
1: You know? Than this alien that pops out of you and kills you. I think it's almost scarier to have this scientific thing that almost kind of makes sense well,
3: it yeah. relates to the theme of self-destruction right yeah. it's not a, it's just literally herself hurting herself right yeah. it's just mimicking her and it's it's just her destroying her which yeah. is crazy
1: yeah it which is so much scarier than any alien popping it, yeah, it seems it's more literally, realistic, literally, to get literally yourself doing it yeah right it's yourself doing it and also it feels a lot more realistic that there's this thing that could come from outer space that changes us, that kills right. us. It's not just some big not just alien face hugger. Yeah, not just ah! this face hugger that latches on you and puts an alien in your chest and then bursts out of you and kills you. Like yeah. that. I feel like this is more grounded, if you can say that about alien life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like um Yeah, I think it it just refracts, clones, mimics. I think it's 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 our annihilation in that it will change us, so we'll we will be gone. But it's not like life will be gone. Mm-hmm. It's just that humans will be gone. And here's a question, too, that I thought of the second time. Is this good for the Earth? Like, it mm-hmm. seems like Could be. the environment is doing much better there than what we
2: have done to it.
3: Well, well for some things. Yeah, not necessarily I mean, the animals. I
2: mean, what's the Shimmer's end goal, I think? Is, I don't think the Shimmer has an end goal. It's just changing. Where, where does the Shimmer come from? outer space, I don't know. What's its origin? I mean, like did someone send it? Is it just like some magical meteor that's sent some fragment? I don't know. I think it was probably just a random meteor, but I don't know what
1: happens in the next two books. Right. Which I don't think we I don't Fair. think we're getting a sequel to this movie. Uh, it did not make enough no, money, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I mean, they sold the rights to Netflix. It's yeah. not even getting an international release except in China. Yeah,
1: so I don't think I don't think we're getting another one of these. Unfortunately, I think this is kind of, the, kind of which the movie I mean, that this is get.
3: a tough sell for American mass audiences.
1: Yeah. I mean, it only made like what twenty two million dollars. Thirty, 30? yeah. Um, and it was a forty million dollar budget plus marketing. So yeah, I, I definitely don't think we're getting another one. But from this movie, I take like I don't know about the next two books. I take it that it's just yeah, that is just. You know, changing things came from outer space. It was this meteor that had this weird thing on it that just causes mutations.
4: Yeah,
1: and I I love I love the, the the ending how she uses the phosphorus grenade, just like how Kane died, and then the visuals of everything burning around her is awesome. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so I wanted to say the silver thing is very David Lynch. Really? Yeah, I really I really appreciated that, and also. I think a lot of the ending and how it's kind of ambiguous is very um, Lynchian in nature, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean this lighthouse burning is just a masterpiece. Yeah, Beautiful. and I love how the
1: the crystal trees like melt and like fall back down to the ground, yeah. and um, and then yeah, it just cuts back to Lena with Lomax in the yeah in the
2: in the yeah. little holding well, side. I felt there. a lot of relief when that happened because mm-hmm. like. You know that she's gonna make it out. And, like, but just seeing her at the end, like, it's all over, and, like, she's just, she's back there, and, like, Mm -hmm. she's gonna get everything figured out. And it's all okay, and she made it out. And then... Yeah. I, okay, here's the thing.
1: I think that that's Lena. Do you guys think that that's the original Lena?
3: Um, I, like, I don't think it is, but then I'm like, how is that possible? (laughs) I think it's definitely the original Lena. because the only... Okay, so she blacks out Mm -hmm. in one part with the duplicate. Mm Mm-hmm. But, the, like, the next time we see her, like, the duplicate is still in this duplicate form. It's, yeah, it didn't, it's not like they're both Lena physically. Mm-hmm. So it's... Maybe it's just the same Lena, but just with the shimmer inside of her. That's
1: what I took. I took it and as the thing that the I end. might have it's just changed her. It's just her DNA has been refracted,
3: and then that yeah. that's what was showing in her eyes. Yeah. It's a question. At the end, when she's talking with uh, Benedict Guang and we see the glass of water, mm-hmm. and the water kind of shift. Mm-hmm. So was that... I'm guessing that was just like a hint, just like hint. I, something's I think different was, with yeah. it. Yeah.
1: I think it was just that, that, again, showing the refracting through the water like yeah, earlier. Yeah. Right, showing that Garland knows what he's doing something's with up. these shots, yeah. also, too. Um, but no, yeah, I took it just a hint that she's changed.
3: Yeah, but then um, another argument for this being the duplicate Lena um, would kind of like we got to talk about the reliability of the narrator, right? Because yeah. this whole story is being told through Lena's eyes. Mm. And if this was the duplicate, then it would make sense for her to chase some stuff. Oh, you know no.
1: I, mean? I don't like the... <laughs> I, I know. It's crazy. I don't <laughs> want to think of this movie as being <laughs> all but the shimmer made know, up about it's the shimmer. It's I hard, don't like that.
3: Yeah. I haven't thought about that. I don't like because that idea the at film, all. the <laughs> film does go out of its way to kind of like the scene with Anya when they talk about like she's calling her like a liar like five times in a row like it kind of goes out of its way to point herself as a liar so I don't know it's just a different interpretation but yeah
1: yeah I I definitely think that yeah Lena's a bad person but I also think that this is I think that this is the original Lena Yeah, that's the way I, like, the second, the first time I was like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. But then second time after listening to people's theories, reading people's theories, thinking about it a lot, I think it makes the most sense that it's just, it's Lena, but she has the shimmer inside her now.
3: Yeah, and we get to this ending scene with her and Kane, which I, I... They're going to have shimmer babies. Yeah, Yeah. so, (laughs) and he, and she she asks him, are you Kane? He says, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then he poses the question to her and we get no response yeah that's... and then they hug and we just see it in their eyes i think what's interesting also about the ending
1: with the eyes and you know the whole debate with whether or not this is a real Lena, is that it doesn't really matter i don't think
2: i would agree yeah i mean i think we can try to piece this together as much as we can but i mean i think i said something kind of to this effect um when we did uh um, Home drive yeah but I think it's a lot more powerful if you just sort of look at the themes that yeah. it brings. And kind of a collection of images. Yeah.
1: Oh, and what's interesting, you said 2001 meets Arrival. I think this is actually maybe Mulholland Drive meets Arrival. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Just this weird Yeah, I mean, a lot of story. the conversation we're having is, is trying to put it together.
1: Yeah. Which is basically all of our Mulholland Drive <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's true. Um, that was a fun episode. Um, yeah, I think I'd love to see Garland make the sequel... And I think it's obvious that they're setting up that Lena and Kane would have kids that, which would then have the Shimmer, and the Shimmer would then yeah save. I would want to Blade Runner yeah
0: you are saying
1: again maybe you yeah, wow this is a prequel to Blade Runner whoa, whoa. whoa. Uh, replicants um ooh no oh but yeah <laughs> um yeah no but yeah I think that's I think that's it so all um, thoughts and, yeah. I
2: yeah I want I mean I want to mention the fact that this is an all female team yeah 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 in, yeah, a, yeah strong women. and it's cool. something that like you totally don't notice there's like there's one line where lena says so this is an all-women team and mm-hmm. like other than that like they're sitting around like just talking about their careers yeah i'm like that's so awesome to have in a movie now yeah, yeah that was cool um, yep. it's just like the fact that they don't really like they don't have to keep reminding us like yeah we're all women like throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing the i feel like guys. i i mean we mentioned ghostbusters earlier yeah it's I not mean, like Ghostbusters. I didn't see Did the it? I didn't see the new one. Oh, I but I saw it. I God, feel like it was like so bad. It was really bad. I feel like they had them I be all the- women just for the sake of being all like, women. Yeah, let's have, yeah. make an all women sequel. But like this I mean, this totally could have worked with you know. Good Yeah, good mental. for Garland though, making a movie I know. focused and, on females. And, and, yeah. and you don't have to mention it when yeah. when it's a movie like this, which which I love, and Which shows also that we went through an entire discussion about this movie without yeah, yeah. without mentioning it once, and yeah. I, only because I had to mention the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, with all the they made a mention of how a lot of teams had, had like militaristic approaches, mm-hmm. yeah. and how like that doesn't work because oh, the shimmer isn't like just dist- it's not like destroying stuff. We're gonna it's shoot just, it, <laughs> right? It's it's just changing stuff and um, right. and like Lena's instinct to shoot the um, what did you call it? the mimic? I guess
1: yeah. no, that's just what I call it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I don't know, it's 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 kind of an idea that it takes more nuance and like mm-hmm. they had scientists go in and yeah, yeah, they I were actually the ones to stop it. Yeah, huh. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah.
3: They didn't huh. have like a bunch of testosterone-fueled guys going <laughs> exactly, in. Exactly, like, let's shoot this <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. Slow yeah. it
2: down. This <laughs> <It's> Katana.
0: <laughs> She's got my back. She's got my back. Katana. <laughs> um, yeah, so final thoughts yes, to wrap let's it let's... up. Great. So, um... This movie was—it's definitely—it's—it's it's so just like Arrival meets Mulholland Drive. I mean, because just with all the theories, and I think, um, despite some like confusion in multiple areas, it, it was a really good movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I had a fun time watching it. I'm—I'm I'm not like super disturbed by any of the things that I saw in it. I mean, it was kind of like there were times that were kind of gross, uh, oh, but like it—it it, it wasn't like. It wasn't really like any kind of like a horror sci-fi for me it was more just intrigue like i was i was really just like um invested in the way that uh the whole thing kind of turned out in the end so for that reason i think i'm gonna give this movie a b plus all right all right
3: Matt? yeah so i thoroughly enjoyed this movie um I love sci-fi in general, and I love movies that are just ambiguous and leave open to interpretation. It just, like, creates such a discussion after you watch a film, and it it sticks with you. You know, films like this, uh, Blade Runner, just, like, great sci-fi films. Um, Yeah, um, everything about this film just stuck with me. Um, It's the type of film that stays in your head for days after watching it um so yeah i'm gonna give this movie um there's no i don't i can't find any glaring faults in this movie um i don't think it's an a plus i think it's
2: a solid a definitely um and i didn't really talk about it a lot but i think i i did find the pacing to be slow at times mm-hmm. um i i agree with brendan this isn't really like a heavy horror movie it's I mean, it's kind of a sci-fi thriller, I guess you could call it. There's elements of horror, but it's not a horror movie. Right, but I mean, also, like, the biology aspect, I found some of the most interesting parts of the movie to be, um, I mean, Lena's lecture at the beginning, and when they're kind of just figuring out how it works. Um, And I really like that, that it's something so expansive uh, that you can just, like, spend a movie learning about it. Um, I think it's a visual masterpiece. I am also going to give this movie an A. Um, that's pretty much it. No, yeah, I I love this movie. It lived up to my expectations.
1: Uh, the first time I saw it, I walked out, and you know, um, I saw it by myself. But then, you know, my mom, I forget, it was either my mom, my girlfriend, one of family member, someone I'm close to, asked me what you think of it, and I said I think it was great. <laughs> and they were like, you think it was great? I was like, yeah i don't really understand what i just watched but i think it was great so i continued to you know research the movie look it up because it like like you guys said it sticks with you for a time um and then rewatching it for the podcast it was definitely um it's definitely this thing that i love like you said that it causes discussion in which i think it was lucky that i picked this before it came out and then it came out and it actually has you know good discussion behind it um yeah, I appreciate Garland's direction, his writing. Um, I love the characters. I love how they're flawed and different, and um, I love the visuals, and I love how it's this alien invasion story that really subverts what an alien invasion story normally is. And, um, you know, I loved other movies that came out this year. Game Night, Black Panther, just to name the, well, to name the two other movies that I would say have been exceptionally good this year. But I know we're only in March, but this is by far my favorite movie that have co- has come out this year. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to give this movie an A. Like you said, Matt, I don't have any major flaws with it, but I don't major think... Major flaws? It's major flaws. Major flaws. I don't think it's quite to an A+. Mm-hmm. It, like, that's that's kind of odd. Yeah, I Yeah. Agree. Like Like, I agree with you. Maybe the pacing, I think maybe the pacing in the middle, it's similar to Blade Runner, why I did get an A+. Because the pacing lacks a little.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's not quite a perfect movie, but I love this movie by far the best movie this year. Um, go see Ex Machina. I keep telling, saying that. You guys are uh, telling you if you like this movie, you will love Ex Machina too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was my individual pick.
3: Yes, yeah, So is Matt, um, we'll be uh, our next podcast will be my pick, which is Vertigo. Ooh. Super pumped for this one. Sixty years old. Yes. Alfred Hitchcock. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, join us for that.
1: Yep. And then and right after that, we got prequels we got the prequels oh, <laughs> we got the prequels um oh, and we'll,
2: we'll throw our picks some sometime in there yeah of course yeah. I'm I'm sure right we'll after the prequels After the prequel it. trilogy will then be brendan and, and Logan's picks. also just recently um in revisiting our it episode we realized that we still have two very special episodes we have too. an i have an obligation um, to fulfill and that uh. is um Disney's Descendants and its sequel, Disney's Descendants Two. So we'll be I'm throwing those. Very in at some excited point about.
1: Some point, maybe after Star Wars, maybe during Star Wars, between. Yeah, episodes, maybe this is like a little
2: break. Yeah. I, I also really
1: want to do the Star Wars
2: holiday special. It's we we haven't be a...
1: to be fair, we haven't decided whether or not we're doing the Clone Wars movie or the holiday special yet. We haven't discussed. Oh, is it that. between the two? I would much no, we could oh, do both. either okay. okay. one. I don't know.
0: I don't have a problem
1: with that. Yeah, so maybe we'll do both just yeah. for fun. Yeah. Um, moves. Um, but yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. Um, if there's any you know newer listeners um, who caught us recently in our Star Wars podcast, um, we have now all of us have Stardust from the yes, last episode. Yes. We do now all have do. Stardust. I'm RFloyd Seventeen on Stardust. I am Brendan underscore Master. I am Matt Monroy. <laughs> oh shit! Um, I, I downloaded it, but I, didn't, I didn't he didn't make the account yet. I okay, so these the two, <laughs> all right. these two have accounts, and I have an account. R. Floyd Seventeen. If you don't know what Stardust is, basically just gonna be our being able to share our quick reactions to movies with you guys. So we're still not guys, sponsored.
2: No, we're not not sponsored. We're just trying to... Basically you know, the 30-second version of an hour and 20-minute yeah. podcast. Yeah, well, so
1: yes. so if you guys want to hear more of our sh- quick opinions on movies, that's a great way. Probably also a great way to contact, have dialogue with us. Um, and then Twitter, Cinema Talk Pod. Um,
0: Facebook? Facebook, there is the Stuff with What Facebook, and then also the Cinema Talk Podcast has a Facebook page. So yeah, um... <laughs>
1: Yeah, come on the show. Alex Garland, Natalie Portman, Oscar Isaac, all of them. Everyone, Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, So, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. One more time, I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Matt. I'm Logan. See you next time.
0: Bye.